hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to see between me and another comedian about religion and comedy. These are conversations I'm calling Disorganized Religion. God bless. And for those atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. If you went with the name brand, but I went with the Malto Meal. They were a rocker. Is that the one, like those commercials where the guy was like walking in a duck walk? You know, the bags at the bottom. You guys are, are you old enough to remember no, that? No, I don't I, remember I'm vaguely that. remembering. Remember, because it was like the ba- the boxes run top, and mm-hmm. they had the fucking satchels yeah. of yep. cereal at the bottom. Yeah. Mm. And the old commercial was a guy duck walking. <laughs> I don't I w- remember I that. I would get a satchel <laughs> that was, that was very Raisin Midwest. Bran. You'd pour milk yeah. on it, and it would just all immediately dissolve. It turns into like a, <laughs> it a raisin like paste. A yeah, yeah. Good stuff. It was gross. Uh, we're, we're ready and rolling. Buddy. We're ready. Oh, we're on. Sweet. Let's Welcome to about another Cereal. episode of Disorganized <laughs> Religion. Uh, as always, I'm Seth Lawrence, and we've got our disembodied voice of the spirit, Travis Clyburn. Peace be with you. <laughs> and today's guest <laughs> is a fantastically funny and beautiful uh, and new, pretty funny woman, Alice <laughs> Rose <laughs> Hamilton. You son of a. <laughs> Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm thrilled we could finally meet up. Absolutely. We've been trying for uh, a couple three months. months. Yeah. yeah. A couple, three months. It's been, it's been a lot of rain checks. It's been a, a long road, mm-hmm. but we're, we're finally here. We've made it. We made it. And uh, I can't wait to get into why you hate religion. But so first, <laughs> we're going to talk about... Say that Travis Clyburn is the most Bonnie and Clyde type of name I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Straight out of the West. Yeah. The Wild West. The Dust Bowl. Indeed. <laughs> I have to say, today Travis is is moving, and uh, he pulled up in a U-Haul like yeah. a real lesbian. I am aggressively sweaty too, so I'm glad I'm not on camera right now. You just be glistening in the light. Uh, the glow, <laughs> the glow. It'd bring out the spirit in you, though, Travis. It would exactly that ghostly glimmer. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank well, you. let's talk about your beginning beginnings in comedy. How long okay. have you been doing this? Um, I've been doing this since. Uh, December 2016. Oh, okay. That was the first time I went up. Yeah, and where was that? That was at a terrible institution that is now closed. It was oh. called Flappers Claremont. <laughs> oh, and oh, it yeah. was bad. It closed what eight nine months ago? Almost I, a year, maybe. I think maybe it's been over a year. I think over a year. I, think. I, I mean, no. Seems... The second they said they were closing, the world just fled. <laughs> like fled no one Claremont? even pretended to try. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a few photos of people at Flappers Claremont. So yeah. that's where you started. That's and where that I experience, started. how was it? Um, I mean, I feel like it was good for me because I was so nervous. Mm. I was shaking, my voice was shaking. Yeah. I was terrified. And I felt like genuinely the worst thing happened, which is the first time that I did stand up, I got some pretty good laughs. Oh. And so then I was like, I'm so great at this. I don't even, <laughs> even need to. Even when I was so nervous. Yeah. yeah. So I just would like every every single week I'd come back with like three new minutes and it would just get worse and worse and worse and worse. Because <laughs> I had that first, I was chasing those first laughs. Right. And then not thinking. Right. I remember uh, I, I, I soft quit for oh, like okay. six months. Yeah. And uh, during that time. I decided, like, all my friends were like, hey, when are you going to go up again? We're going to come see you do stand-up. And I was, like, hoping, like, they would just eventually forget and stop (laughs) asking me. Right, right. Uh, But they didn't, so eventually I put another one on the books. At Claremont? No, this was at the Ha Ha. Oh, all right. The Ha Ha. Ha Ha Ha. Uh, I went up at the Ha Ha, and 
I remember looking at all of my jokes one day after I'd been just bombing my <laughs> off at Flappers Claremont and just looking at them and being like, none of this is funny. Oh, no. I'm not funny. And then I was like, oh, wait, this no. is a good thing that I can look at all of this and be like, none of this is funny. So yeah. maybe I do know what is funny. <laughs> sure. So good barometer, then I, I, right? I took it as a as a good thing that I could just suddenly, like there was a shift where I was like, oh, I don't want to bomb anymore. Mm. And if I say any of this trash, I'm going to bomb. Yeah. So then I wrote some stuff that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and never looked back, huh? Yeah. Always uh, forward now. It was, I mean, it was great circumstances because when I went to the Ha Ha, there was this yeah. guy who was doing stand-up and he had brought like 17 of his family members. Oh gosh. So, which was really bad for him. Yeah. Really great yeah. for me because there's real people. And in was the this room. an open mic yeah. at the Haha? Ha? Okay. Ha ha open mic. I wow, paid that's five dollars for five minutes. Yeah. He sure. He brought in so many real people. I think I brought in some friends also. Oh okay. And then I went up and I just <laughs> crushed in front of his family, and then he bombed in front of his family. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but it felt good to me because I was like, okay, I am good yeah. at this. Yeah. Good. And the fact that I could look at my material and be like, none of this is funny is a good thing. And leave it. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I think some people are like, no, there's potential here. Yeah, like, that Claremont crowd just didn't know. They no. didn't get it. So you like, trusted them. Had you done it elsewhere? Had you tried the same material a lot of the, different spots? The first time that I went up was Flappers Claremont. The second right. time I went up was the Belly Room. And I didn't go back oh, to the comedy gosh. store for like a year after Yeah. That was that a Sunday night open mic? Yeah. And it uh -huh. was traumatizing. Yeah. So like, the Belly Room is comedy store. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Two people almost got into a fist fight. Over your material. No, over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think her jokes are the worst. Yeah. No, I do. Uh, no, the two people got into a fist fight because they decided to do a bit where it was like uh, dudes that have jokes about women come up and tell their jokes to a woman. And then oh. she like will sort of like, you know, toss in like jokes yeah. and like step on their misogynist. Okay. That was the bit. Oh. But it had to be stopped because this guy got super aggressive over the fact that a woman interrupted him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? And she was like, dude, that's the bit. That was the thing. That was the, that's why you got in line to tell some jokes. Yeah, to that's me. That's the game so that we I were could... playing. Interesting. And he was like, no, you ruined my jokes. You spoke over me. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, him and the host got into a fight over the microphone that lasted for about oh my 40 gosh. seconds. They both had their hands on it, just jerking oh back and forth. Oh, my gosh. Try and then being like that calm, <laughs> I want to kick your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, bro, let go. No, bro, you let go. For like no. 40 seconds. A long time Jeez. for two dudes to be fighting over a mic in an yeah. open. And I was like, this place is a open hellhole. <laughs> the comedy store does attract some crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with the uh, fame. Or a famous place. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, my God. There's yeah. so many people that I saw that would go up on the mic, and they'd be like, you guys, I I'm here. I can't believe it. I'm telling Joe to the comedy store. My whole life could change tonight. Yeah, and The door guy's like, nope. <laughs> it won't. Even if you had <laughs> jokes, even if you had jokes, it wouldn't change, and you don't yeah. have jokes. That's so. the problem yeah. with uh, Kill Tony and Pollock sometimes. Some people mm. only go there. Yeah. They yeah. don't do any other mics. Yeah. yeah. They're just trying to get famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that very sad. I mean, you know, bless their hearts. They don't know. Right? Bless their hearts. I don't know. So where are you from originally? Portland, Alice? Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yes. Gotcha. And you moved. Where have you lived? I moved from Portland, Oregon to Chino, California. Okay. Because I didn't want to like, I was so scared of the big city. Uh, that I was didn't Portland? Pick, or? No, hold on one LA. second, guys. <laughs> LA. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. We're, we're back. There's going to be some awkward cut. Anyhow, uh, Alice was talking about... You didn't have to let them know. I, I do. We had a commercial break. We were sponsored by... the you buy holy, uh, holy water. Wait, what? Uh, sorry, huh? Sponsored by holy water. Exercise your children in the bathtub. Indeed. Indeed. 
Uh, <laughs> we were talking about your, your move, your oh, yeah, movements. Yeah. I was so I was so States. scared of L.A. because everyone in Port there's Oregon and California have this huge rivalry that California does not know or care about. Yeah, apparently. So Oregon just hates California, and they're like, so "Oh, the, if you yeah. go to L.A., you'll get murdered." So I was like, "Let me move like an hour and a half out into the suburbs and then drive sure. to L.A. every day." <laughs> sure. Because I didn't want to like I wanted to get a feel for the city and uh-huh. not just like pick a place at random and wind up in like. a Ditch gang somewhere. war yeah. or something that I, I I was led to believe uh, were around every, every corner. corner. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Is it like they think they're more? What is the rivalry about? Progressiveness? Like Portland's uh, just so much more no, accepting. Oregon just treats Californians the way that Donald Trump treats Mexicans. They just hate him <laughs> for no reason. There's no, di- but no, like that's not totally. F- some are good people. Yes, yeah, so right? some Californians are good people, but like Oregon, really, they're like yeah. They, they're taking our jobs is a real thing that's said. Oh. They're, they're bringing crime and drugs is a real thing that's said. About they're, Californians. Yes. They're like, they're, Most they can't of whom drive. They're dangerous on the road. Latinx. They know this, right? Well, they, they're and basically also, saying. A lot of people that come out from L.A. are people that are not from L.A. The yeah. people they went from. The transient. Madison, through. Wisconsin to L.A. And then yeah. we're like, Portland is a good spot. <laughs> right. And it's like Portland. They for growing up for years, we were like all trained in this little secret, like just always say it's raining because then no one will want to come up and live. Interesting, (laughs) and that's not true. No, (laughs) it's it's a lie. It's a huge lie. Seattle tells the same lie. It's not always pouring down. Well, no, right. And then when the internet came out, people realized that Portland was a good city, and they started moving there. And our little lie that always always raining had to be stopped. Because of information. Yeah, because people are like, no, this looks pretty mm-hmm. nice in the photos. I'm coming up anyway. F*** you. <laughs> That's great. So you moved to Chino. Mm-hmm. And then did you move there with family or just you? Uh, Your family's still in Portland. Uh, me and my ex moved down. My whole I was going to move down with one of my sisters, and then she decided the last minute to stay in, in Oregon. Gotcha. But it, uh, everyone else, all my family is up in uh, still there. Cal- uh, Oregon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Parents still married to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I can't wait to get into your family history because that's really what I'm excited about. But uh, all right, so let's talk about you. Talk. It was your open mic experience, your worst experience, or worst. And then uh, I want to talk about your best. Okay, my the reason why I like soft quit for six months is because I got heckled by a Trump supporter. Oh no! But not in a way that I was ready to like. This happened in February. To confront. Been in the office for like a month. Okay. So like. Tensions were still very, very high. Yeah, yeah. And I was ready. Like, I was going up on stage every single night. Like, if a Trump supporter said to me, I'm going to, you know, tear him apart. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. But what happened was I told a joke where one of the punchlines was how I didn't want to have lunch with Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. And the Trump supporter yeah. thought that that meant I was a Trump supporter. So he heckled me in encouragement. Like, right. we were on the same team. And right. I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> And the way I okay. handled it was very bad. <laughs> that is hilarious. So what did you do? You're like, oh no, I. Um. I, God, he. He he like cheered me on, and my response was to nervously laugh directly into the microphone. Uh huh. And then say, "Don't get me wrong, Hillary is my." Okay. Which is not. Then the Trump supporter <laughs> hated me, but the Hillary people in the crowd We're so also confused. didn't like me. Oh sure. And so then he goes, boo. And then I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) all right. I just was like, hey, dude, we cool. And then I was like, why did I say we cool? I hate this man. Yeah, yeah, I'm not cool. Why did I say, don't worry, bro, we cool? So now the Trump supporters and the Hillary supporters, the the room hates me. And it's Florida versus Claremont, which is like 12 people. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it was a comedy contest. And I was like, I know I'm funnier than all these dorks. Oh, gotcha. 
but I wasn't that but night. But how do I prove it? Yeah, yeah I yeah. wasn't. And then some woman got like, it was like a first, second, and third place. And the woman that yep. got third place was just a really tall <laughs> who went up and was like, I can reach things on the top shelf. It wasn't Sarah Lawrence? No, or? I don't play basketball. <laughs> no, this woman was... <laughs> Someone else. It was not. It might that as well is now seen. famous. I I'm think sure. Sarah Lawrence was still taking the comedy class at this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to Sarah. Shots fired by Alice. Uh, fantastic. So that caused you to soft quit. You just thought I, was I wasn't like, ready for this kind of confrontation on stage. Yeah, all of this bombing. I, my sets have been getting progressively worse because I was trying new stuff every yeah. single time I went up. Yeah. I wasn't working on anything long enough to make it funny. I didn't know that was part of it. Right. So I was like, I right. would just go up, something wouldn't work, and I would throw it in the garbage. Yeah. And I was like, that's this yeah. joke is bad. It had one chance to prove yeah, itself, that was it. and it's in the trash now. Like the men in your life. Yep. No. Yeah. <laughs> One strike, you're out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, most to be fair, most of it was trash that probably shouldn't have been tried a second time. Oh. But I didn't know that yeah, there was yeah, a process. Yeah. yeah. So I could. was bombing, have you gone bombing back to Flappers Claremont. No. Yeah. Now that it's closed, <laughs> yeah. you just go. Uh, to the, the old jokes that work, yeah. I still have. Yeah. I don't really do them But you haven't really tried them out yeah. again. Gotcha. Um, okay. So you soft quit. Yeah. Because I just thought like, I am not getting laughs and I just got heckled and I couldn't handle it. I'm mm. not cut out for this. Yeah. And yeah. then eventually I just came back, and when I came back, I was great. I was like, no, 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 no. I can look back and be like, that material was shit and sure. my delivery was nervous, and yeah, like that. So when you came back, was that at the ha-ha, mm-hmm. or in, yeah. that, in that beautiful moment is what's yeah. basically propelled you yeah. till now? Because it was three minutes of just great laughs that I yeah. was getting, and it yeah. felt really good. That's awesome. Great. So was that your best moment then so far, or what do you think, or just one, one other good moment? Um, Besides my, the my ha-ha best moment. moment is uh, after the first time uh, that I did Kill Tony, someone from S- Palm Springs hit me up mm. and was like, hey, come and headline for like 20 minutes. No kidding. And I went out there with the only 20 minutes of material that I had. I yeah. think I did every single joke I had. Wow. And I crushed for 20 minutes and they were like nice thanks for coming down here before you're gonna be a big star and i was like <laughs> oh thank you thanks, of course guys. yeah people yeah it tonight was, show next week right yeah. yeah i was like you guys have no idea how worthless i am as a comedian right now <laughs> but they they brought me down and they, they was that was my best moment for like early on yeah that yeah. i was like oh that's I'm, crazy i'm actually good at this yeah absolutely that's great wow so now and now uh how do you feel about your comedy career now? Now it feels really really good. Yeah. It's like it I'm not going to say that that's going to make it's going to turn the audience against me. Uh, <laughs> You're going to get heckled by a Trump supporter <laughs> no. right now. Uh No, it feels it feels really good. People people that I respect in comedy seem to almost all eventually say something to me along the lines of hey you're funny yeah and that's what you want you want yeah. the people that you think are funny to be like hey you're also funny right and the fact that they have been doing that i'm taking as a good sign yeah it, yeah you know. absolutely so that's good well great great so your family's still in portland yes i want to get into now your religious okay. background because your family is religious right yes. so what were you raised as um we watched televangelists growing up and we went to church okay. too, but we were heavily into like laying hands on people yeah. and getting them out of wheelchairs. That was a big focus. Yeah. Uh, really just, just find, bo- just bothering the Find the, the lame and crippled <laughs> in your neighborhood. Yeah. Be like, come over. Yeah. We gotta. Uh, so what does that, that look like on Sunday? I mean, are you guys just sitting in front of the TV dressed up? No, or is um, it... we went to, we went to a church and the church okay. that we went to was like, an Assemblies of God church, which is really sort of watered down to sort of bring in the biggest group of people. They don't yeah. say hell. 
Okay. They say eternal separation from God. Oh, wow. But then yeah. person to person, you're like, that guy's yeah. going to hell. <laughs> yeah. But in, sure. the, in the pulpit, their official position is eternal separation from God. Got it. Yeah. But Got we it. weren't we weren't allowed to dance at the church, which I, which I didn't oh. know. Yeah. Um, and so I grew so up making fun anyway. of people who were like super strict. And then they, I found out like, oh, you, if you get married at the church, you can't dance at the oh. wedding because it's sinful. Interesting. I'm like, there's dancing you, in the Bible. Yeah. What do you do at the wedding? Then just kind of stand there. Yeah. <laughs> Sway? No swaying? You just shake hands with gross old dudes who tell you to have kids before your eggs go bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is partly true. Uh, or you can get your eggs frozen, right? Biological clock ladies. <laughs> it's ticking. Tick <laughs> Actually, I heard, that, I heard that old sperm causes schizophrenia, so fellas oh. have those babies before your junk goes bad. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's a lie spread by Portland. <laughs> I heard it in California. So. Oh, oh man, boy. there's oh, a particular boy. look to people who have super old parents. Yeah, mm. that you know what I mean? Look, you know, just. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. <laughs> so, but his dad is like 92. It was <laughs> insane. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you know like what denomination? I'm assuming it's Christian. Assemblies right? of God was the name of the denomination. Got but the it. thing is that the church was pretty normal. My family was weird. Okay. We were weird at home, and we brought that to the church and tried to infiltrate it. And they were like, "Could you guys calm the f- down?" Like intense weird. What do you mean by weird? Um, okay, and the so church we, was normal. If we got sick, I mean the church was not great. Okay. If, if we got sick at my house, my yeah. mom would have us lay down in bed. She'd put in a tape of somebody reading the Bible, and we would have to listen to that until we felt better. So for wow. like wow. Interesting. Thirty-six okay. hours. Yeah. You know, however long your flu lasted, you yeah. were in bed listening to a guy just like breathe heavy into the microphone <laughs> while reading, reading the Bible. Wow. And Old Testament or New Testament? Which one helped you feel better? I think better she had tapes of both. I think yeah. she would do the New Testament though, because that's Jesus talking. Uh huh. Real healy. Did you ever feel like it worked? I mean, yeah. As oh yeah. I mean, like my brother used to stutter, and like a faith healer came to our church and like laid hands on my brother he, like put his hands on my brother's face and yeah. my brother's atheist now but he doesn't stutter anymore interesting like placebo effect it keeps so many people around in the sure. church sure it's weird when it happens to shit. like i don't need glasses anymore and you're like what the <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah you just believed yeah. and your brain was like fix the eyes she thinks the eyes work yeah. make the eyes work yeah 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 like the brain is in- it's really intense and i think that misdiagnosis account for a lot of miracles Oh, you go in your doctor's like, hey, I think you have breast cancer coming for a test on Tuesday. You go on Sunday to the church and you're like, they said I have breast cancer. Let's oh, everybody pray. And then yeah. on Tuesday they're like, no, we were wrong. There's no breast cancer. And you're like, there was. But God <laughs> took it away. Yeah, sure. That and could happen. You believe forever and you vote for Trump. Did, <laughs> did either of you see there was a comedy sort of variety special on Netflix with this guy that did televangelist stuff? Did, you, did either of you see this? No, He's more of like a magician know. type. But he talked about like Jesus. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Jesus, the world's um, greatest sleight uh, of hand magician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he did. Anyways, it was fascinating. What, 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 I don't even this? remember the title and I don't remember the Wait, so like name. he was it wasn't like a televangelist like uh, the charlatan people. No, he's right? not an actual. No, he's not a televangelist at oh. all. In I fact, he was you. trying to expose the televangelist sort of. Oh, I dig that. This placebo stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he did a magic show, but made it like a televangelist meeting. Oh, uh, that's where clever. he invited people down from the audience, and then you know he healed one person with like sight issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah, no, that stuff. That stuff happens. Yeah, a lot of it happens. 
and I hate to say it because like these churches will go out and they'll be like, we got to be missionaries. We got to go to Asia and Africa and South America yep. to these really impoverished communities. We got to teach them about God. Yeah. Well, if you're an impoverished community yep. and you're having miracles happening at your church, then the white churches in America will continue to support you and give you money because like God's really moving down here and we need uh -huh. to help use our money to support that. So these impoverished communities in Asia and Africa and South America will fake miracles all the time. <laughs> And oh. then my pastor comes back to Portland like I saw somebody's eye get healed. It's like, no, he popped his eye out. <laughs> they prayed for him. He put his hands on his face, popped it back in, and was like, now it's back. Oh and it's like a glass gosh. eye. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Interesting. But then they give tons of money. So it's they, the, the impoverished communities are really being <laughs> over by churches, but they also have a good hustle going. Yeah, 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 yeah. How big are you into these conspiracy theories? you believe these wholeheartedly? Are there any others? <laughs> flat Earther, where are you on this? Uh, flat Earth. The Earth is flat. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, so your church was normal. Your family was more intense about yeah. it. They still are intense about it. Uh, my your mom parents. is still very intense about it. Like my siblings one by one slowly have been like, either let's stop believing this or let's just calm it on down. Uh huh. Uh, I have one sister who's in it deep, but okay. the rest of them, I have four siblings. The rest of them are pretty like chill. Like performance in it deep or what do you mean by? Um, no, just, just, she believes it. Just, she still goes every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, just believes a very intense yeah. version of the Bible. A very, gotcha. like, e faith healy version of the Bible. Uh-huh. So no medications in your house growing up? Well, that was one of the things that my mom liked, is that she did like, med she was like, God gave doctors brains so that they could figure out what's wrong with us and we can trust them. So that was a good thing. But I had so many friends who wouldn't go to hospitals because oh, that was, sure. like, not believing in Jesus. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel lucky I wasn't part of that. But that was around me, and it was considered normal. Mm -hmm. So would you take flu medicine and then listen to the Bible? Yeah. Okay. We'd have to get. She'd slather us in Vicks, and yeah. then we would listen to the Bible, <laughs> just all sticky, <laughs> in our bunk bed. But then, when the cure happened, you would blame the listening to the Bible, or at least she would. Yeah, she would say God uses the Bible and the medicine. And the medicine. Yeah. Nice. So that part was not that part was not so bad. It was like we couldn't celebrate Halloween because that was a devil's holiday. That was well, more of the. I mean, that's just stuff. a fact. What do Mormons do on Halloween? You guys know how we dress up. You do? Oh yeah. Mormons sure. get to dress up, and I didn't. What the? I mean, you know, we're fun people. My mom used to make us pray that it would rain on Halloween so that the Is sinful that kids couldn't right? get candy. Wow. That's how much she hated it. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. She, she would put like a, she would turn off all the lights and put a big sign on the door that had a jack-o'-lantern circled and crossed out. Yeah. And she was like, we do not trick-or-treat here, which all the kids just thought like, oh, there's a haunted house. And they all <laughs> rang the doorbell anyway. And your mom was like, no. She this would get is... indignant. Like, one time <laughs> we, came, we came back from the church's like harvest party thing that they uh -huh. would have the alternative to Halloween. Sure. And sure. we had tons of candy because we had been volunteering. We weren't like dressed up. So when all the kids went home, the teenagers just took the rest of the candy. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, and then we came home and some people knocked on the door and we opened the door because we forgot it was Halloween. Oh, right. And it's like two toddlers. Oh. And they're in like Buzz Lightyear costumes yeah. and they're with their mom and she's yeah. on her knees like smiling and she's like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And they oh, go trick no. or treat. And your mom pops out. No, she was <laughs> she was not there. But me and my siblings had never given out candy before and our house oh, technically yeah. wasn't supposed to participate in Halloween, but yeah. these were toddlers. So we yeah. just reached in our bags and oh. gave them some candy. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to be a dick to this <laughs> two <laughs> foot tall Buzz Lightyear right now. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Interesting.
Yeah, we dress up. We dress up. That's not fair. Granted, not in all <laughs> the costumes that are available. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, same. Our church was like no scary costumes. But one kid would invite a friend who would show up dressed as the Grim Reaper and they wouldn't kick him out, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I do feel like Halloween exposes some of the more sinful of the believers. Yeah. Because the slutty costumes come yeah. out and they're you so tempting. You see who's dressed as Jasmine and yeah. you're like, I see the loophole that <laughs> I know you're what's trying going to. On. I know what's going on here. Just, I see yeah. that midriff. I'm not saying Samantha. I disapproved. Uh, I just am saying that it exposed. It exposed them in more than one way halloween was a good uh where do you stand in the church moment mm-hmm. like because you could be like look at how righteous we are we dressed as bible characters right which is just wearing a series of towels around you <laughs> yeah yeah that's all because those costumes is just bed sheets and towels and they're not funny yeah. at all yeah yeah yep and the hair ties or you know mm-hmm. whatever bandana things yeah the Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles were the cool yeah. kids. Power Rangers were cool kids. <laughs> yeah, they were like, the I'll masks. go to church, but I don't give a f-. Right. You know. Right. So what led you away from the faith you were brought up with? Well, I was led to believe that, like, if you need money, if you need to be healed, if you need anything at all, the answers in the Bible, God will provide for you. Okay. So I needed money to yeah. stay in college. Sure. And so I was like, all right, well, I've been really good my whole life. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I wasn't around mm. i was like if anyone can get the to work it's me i really believe that it yeah. would work because i was yeah. always told it would work right and then money didn't fall out of the sky unbelievable and i know but you the, had like 12 job offers the and you just said, i don't have time <laughs> yeah interesting no, I, I okay had to, i had to drop out of college and i, and I had yeah. to start working at walmart and it yeah. took me like four years to figure out because like i was raised to think like if you want something from the bible and it doesn't happen then either something's wrong with you or right. something's wrong with god which do right. you think is more likely right so I, it took me four years to be like, no, I don't think I did anything wrong, but I must have done something wrong. Interesting. Because I yeah. didn't get that miracle. And after four years, I was like, nope, it yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that experience, you basically, was it a piecemeal thing? Like, uh, I guess I'll just stop reading, but I'll still go to church? Um, or was it? I mean, like, I was I was reading my Bible so intensely. And after that stopped, I just, I couldn't even, I picking up my Bible, I felt exhausted because mm. of how much I'd been, like, exerting myself. Yeah. To try to get some money for college. Yeah. And nothing was happening. So then I was like, oh, I can't even look at my Bible right now. I still sure. believed, but I was like, I just need a break. And that break lasted for four years <laughs> and ended in me losing my religion. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. baby steps away. Yeah. Right. So what is your stance on religion now? Um, I think they're all dangerous. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think they're dangerous? What makes them so scary? Like Halloween. Uh, I mean, because when you, I mean, you just, you look at the numbers, you look at the statistics what of numbers? like, yeah. who, like, who is supporting these terrible politicians? Who is supporting these terrible policies? Yeah. Like, during You're talking the about early, the Democrats, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> during like yeah. the early 2000s, there was this sort of like this giant wave. I mean, it's, it was going on before then, but in the early 2000s, being gay was more accepted. So more mm. gay kids were coming out. And during that time. There was this huge wave of homeless gay kids uh-huh. who were kicked out of their houses sure. by Tough people love. who were praying every day. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it's like my parents were like that. None of us were gay. I mean, my sister's bi, but she didn't know it at the time. Uh, so <laughs> you rolled your eyes. <laughs> she because like if she, she knew, told, if of she, course she knew. If she would have told yeah. my mom that she was bi, my mom would have kicked her out. It's like we oh, were raised by those kinds of parents. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And so it's like, for me, I did think they're all dangerous because for as nice as my parents were to everyone in church, for as nice as all these people are yep. to everyone, yep. I talked to people who sort of uh, 
my Sunday school teachers were very kind and sweet and loving people and had kicked some of their kids out for being gay. Interesting. So I was like, if God was real, he would tell these people, hey, don't vote for the candidate who's an admitted sexual predator. Yeah. Sure. Because these people are praying all the time. So for yeah, me, it was so just he would have like, told them. Yeah. This, there's something not right with this guy. And I think yeah. that I think that when you can hold like, you can hold people in that space of just like the stakes are so high, religion is real. You can kind of make them do things. That's yeah. why I think they're dangerous. Gotcha. You know. Sure. Sure. Interesting. So you like the hypocrisy because this. So when I had Travis on the show, he also talked about this being a huge negative for him with religious right or with religions in general is that there is often a hypocrisy that happens. Yes. Uh, where the religion professes one thing and people outwardly seem to act <clears throat> one way, but then harbor very different feelings when I it comes mean, I don't to even home. think I don't even think that they're not being Christian. Like people mm -hmm. were saying like Donald Trump's not a real Christian. I've read the Bible 18 times because yeah. my mom had the whole thing sectioned out. So sure. where we would read a little bit every day and we'd get through the whole thing in a year. Yeah. She was doing that before I was born and I lived with her till I was 22. Yeah. So just taking apart the first yeah. three years where I probably didn't understand anything that was being said to me. Yeah. That's about 18 times. Not yeah. counting all the times I was reading the Bible, going sure. to church every Sunday and Wednesday. Right. So like Wednesday for like a youth activity. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible that supports the way that Donald Trump acts and thinks, and that's mm. why so many religious people like him. And okay. there's yeah. a lot of stuff in the Bible that is really misogynistic and super homophobic. So when these people kick their kids out, they're not even like disobeying the Bible. Yeah. There, there's parts of it that say like God is love and you have to be loving. And then there's also parts that say like homosexuality is an abomination. So these right. guys... Right. You know, there's like you can hit your kids. That's the Bible. Like, <laughs> well, so it's I not think like it's I think they're hypocrites. It's I think sure. they're doing what the book says and people just don't really know what the book says. Ah, uh, interesting. See, I view it more as a love the sinner, hate the sin. Mm -hmm. And people in my church look at homosexuality, at least acting on homosexuality as a sin. That's how I not necessarily. Too. Yeah. In okay. my college, there was an openly gay professor who had was would talk about the fact that he chose celibacy because he was gay. Right. Right, right, right. And that's the life that he lived. Yeah. Well, I chose celibacy until I was 24. Yeah. So. You chose it or the I women? I chose just... it. <laughs> if it not been for my religion. Uh... <laughs> you would have been on the streets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Interesting. So. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't think they're hypocrites. I think they're doing yeah. what, what you. I think they're doing things that you can interpret as just through mm -hmm. the Bible. So there are benefits, do you think, to religion? Or you just think they're all. There are it's scary. Such benefits. Too scary. I got into a car accident. I hit black ice. My car rolled upside down. Why is I it black slid. Ice? White ice. You hit white ice. Okay. Minority it's dangerous. Ice. Black ice. It's on the streets. Um, <laughs> something must be done. Yeah. Starting uh, fights with other ice. It's black on black ice. <laughs> So yeah. you hit this I, unspeakable. I, I rolled my car upside yeah. down. I was sliding oh down the road upside down. And I the song Like a G6 was blasting over the Unbelievable, radio. Unbelievable. <laughs> of course. 530 in the morning. Yeah. And I was not scared at all. And I was like on, on hills. I was like sort of by these sort of cliffs edges. I could roll down. Yeah. And I didn't, but I couldn't see where I was going. Yeah. And I wasn't scared at all because I was like, if I die, I'm just going to go to heaven. But God's going to keep me safe. So there's nothing to worry about. And I was fine. And then when I was fine, I was like, yeah, see, this is what happens when you believe is you get into these horrible car accidents and, and you walk safe. away without a scratch. Sure, sure. And so I, now, yeah, if well, I you... hear a weird noise in an elevator, you freak I'm like, out. this is it. I should have learned how to sing. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing with my life. I'm terrified. There's Interesting. huge benefits to religion. I miss not being afraid to die, Seth. Well, why that can't you just, great. so why, why all or nothing? 
I get the sense it's all or nothing. I don't it's not that it's not that I don't believe that there's any sort of god. It's that I'm not going to live my life like there is when it seems to me there's more reasons to think that there's not because I for a minute I got like really high, smoked a bunch of weed and I was like maybe okay. there's heaven, you know? Yeah. That would be so dope if there was heaven that Sure. Be- of course right. it would be. Then I realized that there's probably too many living beings in the universe for there to be a heaven. There's not room for all of us. <laughs> and so I was bummed out. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, there's not one. You're putting we're... limits on God? Yes. Limits on Seth. God's power and yes. hospitality? Unless I get to heaven and it's just like somebody pressed like control I and inverted <laughs> the colors of the galaxy. And that's like it's the same exact <laughs> space. It's just like the, it's like yeah, the upside yeah, down, yeah, like the yeah. right side up is Got heaven. It. Got it. Like unless it's heavens as big as the universe, which I sure. guess it could be because we're talking it about absolutely magic. Absolutely is <laughs> not magic, but yeah, go on. Because you're Mormon, so you you're gonna get a planet, yeah. Well, if we make it, you know, right. yeah. If my wife and I do all that we need to, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we we get to make planets. Your wife Another, doesn't get her own planet. I mean, we share it. Okay, fifty fifty. Oh. They're gonna share fifty. You get the normal. What are you gonna call your? I really, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be a, d- a If dickhead. she wants her own planet, she can make her uh, own planet. Oh I get God, my own yeah. planet too. But what, what are you gonna call your planet? What are you gonna name your? Planet? Yeah, that's exactly what I was really, about. That. I, I really thought about that. Yet. I tried to write a space show. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, space show. I what do you mean? I, a show a TV show, show for space. A TV show that took place in space. I had a nice idea for it. Star Trek. Got it. I'm with you. It was actually. You might even like it because it has to do with religion. Yeah. Um. I wanted to write a space show and I needed to come up with a name for a planet and I couldn't think of one. But then I had a dream and in the dream I was just dropped off on a planet and they said the name of a planet in my dream. And I was like, that's a great planet name for real life. What was the name? There were two planets that we found that we had to see if we could live there and they were called Proxima A and Proxima B. (laughs) And I was like, that sounds so Star Trek-y. That is. That's great. Good planet name. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Proxima Centauri is the uh, closest star to us. Yeah. Wait, what? Proxima Centauri. Oh, yeah, yeah, That was Alpha Centauri, thing. or is it? I think they're two well, different. Well, Proxima linearly meaning location. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Centauri, I think, is the big uh, giant red death sun <laughs> near it. Gotcha. Yeah. Fun yeah. fact. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about what I'd call my... I, I think you should call it Lorenzia. Lorenzia? Lawrence? Oh, maybe. Or, or, or Sethistan. Sethistan. I don't know. Sethstonia. Oh. Fancy. Ooh. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think you would like my idea deal. for a space show. I I would. Here's what it Go is. Go for it. I want to. I want to. I want the pitch. Earth is ruined. Beautiful. I'm, I'm in already. We it up. It's, yeah, it's of already course. happening. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, and we two years have to now. go to. Yes. <laughs> 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 Takes place six months in the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have. We go to a different planet. Okay. So we're on a different planet, and sure. we've got another one that. Gets, but it took for ever to get there yeah a bunch of people who died on earth like froze their like either their bodies or their heads and then they could be unfrozen later but okay. this was only something that like re- you had to buy it like only rich oh. people could afford to oh do boy. it. oh boy all right i'm already in one woman who was very devoutly catholic uh-huh she decided to have her body frozen because okay. she thought, I'll die, I'll go to heaven, they'll unfreeze me, I can come back and I can be a missionary and be like, no, I've been to heaven, it's real. Interesting. And so then she wakes up on this other planet and is like, oh my gosh, there's no heaven and I'm back. Okay. And then it's just like, because if you had a bunch of frozen bodies from the 1800s yeah. today and we're yeah. like, let's unfreeze them, that would be unethical. Because they would look around at all the black people minding their own business and be like, I don't like <laughs> this one bit. <laughs> So you'd basically, if okay. you unfroze them, you'd have to like I mean, re-educate not everyone them. everyone in the 1800s practiced. 
Not near every one of them. Everybody in the 1800s was a Not even game. everyone in the 1800s was American white. I'm from not the even South. I'm not even saying that, but the people who could afford yeah. to freeze themselves in the 1800s would have been the American white racists. <laughs> it's my really, point remains. It's really, it's really cheap. Point. But what I'm saying is anyway, that if you I froze a bunch of people from yeah. 2019 and then unfroze them like a 500 years in the future, of course, then you would have a bunch of bigots because yeah, we yeah, would yeah. be hung up on trans. <laughs> they would have gotten over like sure. in 500 years. Uh huh. So they unfreeze these people and then they have to like be reeducated and they're like gotcha. horrified and they're like losing their minds because that's a, it, horrifying. And they're a little dystopian planet. yeah idea I, yeah. I, yeah i can but get behind that in there that was my I behind idea that. that was my idea for a show yeah wow all right not funny at all so the religion benefit is apparently superhuman comfort uh in times You're of just severe distress so comfortable yeah when, when horrible things happen on the internet like i'll see a few people be like oh my gosh how terrible and then all these christians are commenting like god's still in control because they're not yeah. worried at all yeah no. i'm so jealous jesus of that. is on his way back this is just yeah. closer to that time because I'm like, oh, no, there's yeah. a bunch of school shootings. I'm like, don't worry, God's alive. And I'm like, and y what? It, what? what's his plan? <laughs> <laughs> to take the good people. What is he doing? <laughs> to take the good people. Right? He's going to take all the good people to what, uh, This is what I'd, I'd love to know. I realize maybe your religion's a bit different, Seth. But, yeah. like, wh what, what, what do you do in heaven? Yeah, good question. You, you know, you like, don't, you don't I mean, no, you, you, can't, do. you can't do Absolutely. all the sinful things, no, right? No, intercourse. Mormon, Absolutely. Mormon heaven has Yeah. Well, Mormons yeah. like to so that makes sense. Christian I mean, heaven, it's a there's big no reason married. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the Christian heaven thing uh, heaven, or Catholic like, heaven. I mean, Christian heaven is just so broad. I feel like we're Catholic Christian, heaven's scary. So our version it's of Christian true. heaven evangelical is different. Evangelical heaven, I should say. Yeah, evangelical yeah. heaven. There's a lot of uh, evangelical heaven. There's things. No yeah, considered I, evil that I don't think really are. I had a pastor at a Pentecostal church tell me once that he thinks heaven. Uh, you just stand with god forever wow you just, just stand there and look at him yeah but think about this that attention. There's yeah. no, attention there's That's nothing bad in heaven think about this travis heaven is dope because yeah. there's nothing bad yep. in heaven yep that okay. means you don't have any of these brain chemicals that cause anxiety right you're just getting the good chemicals yeah. what's yeah. the name of the good chemical i don't remember uh, oxytocin Oxytocin is the love hormone, serotonin, dopamine. At first, I heard oxycotton. Uh, and I mean, I that like, is the best. Like, <laughs> you're just naming drugs. You're not even naming. Oxytocin is the love hormone. Natural yeah, chemicals. It's just yeah. there's constant oxytocin. Right. Serotonin, adrenaline, dopamine. Yeah. All going through your brain all the time. So being in heaven is just like it's like tripping balls. Sure. With angels and God. Yeah. And you don't you don't drown. So me and my yeah. siblings growing up, we were really looking forward to being able to breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah. Because we were all taking sure. swimming lessons. And we're like, sure. holding this your breath sucks, but you yeah. can't drown in heaven. That means you can breathe underwater. You can do whatever you want. So just imagine right. that you're gacked out of your Walk all the time. on top of the water. You're d yep. jumping into water. You're yep. looking at these like gorgeous like lakes and angels are flying everywhere. And maybe yep. you can fly too. Maybe. I see no reason why you couldn't because if you can't get hurt in heaven, that means you can jump off a cliff and land the bottom and be fine. Sure. So there's rock jumping and you're doing <laughs> yeah. it while jumping. you're yeah. on drugs. <laughs> yeah. I, I think of favorite sci-fi films. So I think about like Star Wars, moving stuff, mm -hmm. you know, telekinetics. Oh, that's, what, like that's Marvel. what you like to think of, like moving things with your hand? I mean, no, with mind. Oh, mind powers. Mind, yeah. yeah, I can move things yeah. with my hand now, that's which is pretty dope. Good but uh point. <laughs> but, you know, I using the force. Uh, it's dope. The Matrix slowing down time and dodging bullets. I want to put together cool. the uh, uh, Death Star Lego set with my mind. Yeah, That's there you go. That's, That's my That's nerdy, heaven. sad Legos. heaven. Yeah, Latter-day Saint heaven is achieved. I mean, like the exaltation, the highest... That's achieved man and woman. You have to be married. 
And that's why having children no is such a key. No single dudes gets to. That's right. You don't make it. You yeah. got to get married first. All right. So Mormonism, you got to be nice to a <laughs> to get into heaven. Or a woman. Uh. Just <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? I waka waka. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Well, Alice, this has been so fun. I've got to wrap it up because I have yeah. to go get my children. Um, but thank Kids you so much for coming on. Ruining everything. I know. No. Okay, you're really, taking it to heaven. Right? My life was so good until uh, <laughs> I, I love my children. I do. Uh, anything you want to plug? Where can they find you? Oh, it'll be too late by the time it come out, comes out, but I'm just happy because tonight I'm doing my first sh show at the main stage in the improv. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank That's exciting. You. Very fun. You'll be back, though, at the improv. Yeah. So you can find her at the Hollywood Improv. Follow her on Instagram, mm -hmm. right, to oh, find yes. out when those spots would be. M-I-S-S -S Alice Hamilton on Instagram. Miss Alice Hamilton on Instagram. Any other sites or... Uh, you're um, soon going to be on the Pretty Funny Women shows at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. That'll be exciting. They better put me on their Instagram. Yeah. Trying to get those clicks and likes, nigga. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Travis, any final thoughts? Parting words? Uh, I'm stoked about heaven now. Okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. You got to get back to I'm going to name my planet uh, Cl Cl Clyburn. <laughs> the I couldn't think of something funny <laughs> enough. All this growlings classes I've wasted oh, all my yeah. body. Gosh, you're Socks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>